1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes, guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Oh! Well, look at us, everybody. We are here, present, and accounted for. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, welcome, I say to thee, to Thursday, 16th day of June 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, look, everybody. It's Big J. Hey, it's me. Big J, how you feeling, pal? Good. Uh, you might as well let the people know you posted a nice video to the internet's yesterday. You're trying to do something as a nice little helpful push, right? Yeah. As you get towards the finish
0: line. What are you doing to help raise some cash? Well, uh, challenging uh, to find my first thousand-dollar donor by uh, uh, saying that uh, when I shave my beard, I'll leave the mustache for six weeks. It's a long time. It's a long See time. See what happens with that bad boy.
1: Uh, You haven't rocked just a stash only uh, in well over a decade. Uh, I remember the last time you did it, uh, you were in your mirrored sunglasses and posting a lot of selfies phase where you looked like a cop for a while.
0: Yeah, I hated it. Don't let it happen to me, please. (laughs) Oh, I like the
1: psychology. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so uh, do yourself a favor. Uh, If you got an extra $1,000
0: lying around and you want to embarrass Big James, it's a great way to do it. Yeah, somebody out there, you've got to be rich. Somebody rich listening. Expendable income. Hey. it's the kind of people you're looking for, right?
1: Yeah. But also that want to do good, that have that heart of gold, you know? Or uh, you
0: combine forces. Like Voltron. Yeah. Get a couple people together. That's a lot of raffle tickets, by the way, too. I thought you were, like, subtweeting Nabisco uh,
1: just now. You're like, hey, you got a bunch of people listening to the show. There's only three
0: people uh,
1: in that warehouse, so.
0: (laughs) Still, that's a group of people, agree or disagree. yeah. While they're generous, I don't think they can be that generous.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, listen, I'm not saying it's not a mighty ask what you're going for, but uh, I'm saying
0: it's possible. Yeah, you know what? If you, I've learned this from doing uh, this fundraising effort when it comes to just, you know, asking for money and asking for people's help. Like, you, you'll never believe how generous people can be and, and until you ask. So it's worth asking. Yeah, doesn't hurt. That's for sure. Yeah. So uh if you get a chance
1: check out Big J's socials uh, of course go to bigj'sbeardbrigade.com that's where you can actually just donate whenever you want to and of course you're not angry if anybody's able to donate less than that I'm sure no, no of
0: course not all of it uh is important these are just called uh
1: high water goals that Big J's trying to reach and hit and have a little bit of fun with and uh there's no there's no law against that is there
0: no, but last night, everybody was cringing at the thought of me walking around with a mustache. So It uh, you, you drives your kids nuts. Uh, and that's that's basically, I think, after
1: motivation to doing stuff sometimes. Exactly. Thank you. Today on the show, another one of the last chances to get in on some cash at 7.30 with the X-Rock Double Dare. Our friend Scotty New is going to be popping by in the 9 o'clock hour to talk about the Firebird Raceway. The Fox Hunt is coming up this weekend. He'll give us all the details on that. We're very excited to talk to Scott as well. We'll have your chance to win some tickets and we play music on this damn show. Let's get started with some Foo Fighters. It's the Pretender kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Big J. Big J, uh, while I was enjoying some uh, home time, did you talk at all about the disasters that went down to Yellowstone National Park? Oh, of course, yeah. It's uh, bad news, man, and yesterday they released an announcement uh, of some updates and let you know that, listen, if you know going to Yellowstone to kick off your summer vacation was on your list of things to do and you couldn't, then they're expecting it to reopen in about a week or so. But some sections of the park will remain closed because... The catastrophic flooding that took place this week could take much longer to clean up. But uh, all entrances at Yellowstone National Park were closed again uh, yesterday, and uh, they will be through at least today. But they're talking about the fact that uh, they're going to be able to open up at least some of Yellowstone Park, they believe, by tomorrow. But it's a thousand-year event that they're dealing with, man. It caused mudslides and flooding and rock slides and wiped out roads and bridges. It was bad power out in multiple places. Uh, their water wastewater systems had to be shut down. Yeah. And once the water recedes, then the team will assess the damage to park roads and other infrastructures. But it's possible that the park's north entrance... Uh, won't be open again at all this year as they're working on it. That's how bad it is. But places that you are no and familiar with at the Yellowstone Park, like Old Faithful and stuff, that should be opened up again by this weekend. So you can go out and enjoy some and not all of Yellowstone National Park, but uh, certainly something that is going to take a while to figure that stuff out, but it was really bad news, and they're just now starting to assess the damage.
0: And like most things, uh, I don't know if you saw any of the footage, Yeah, but people standing way too close to something dangerous in Yellowstone. Well, listen, uh, you gotta go viral, baby. If it's not in front of a grizzly bear or a bison, it's uh, <laughs> a, a, a flood. Right, right on the edge of a mudslide. What a treat.
1: Hey, uh, the so far, the Stanley Cup Final, living up to expectations. Hell of a game last night between the Avalanche and the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Colorado Avalanche ended up forcing overtime and then grabbing the overtime win 4-3 to, to take game one. It was a crazy crowd. They scored 123 in overtime. It was quick, and the place went nuts. Game two Saturday in Denver. Uh, Big J's uh, Golden State Warriors in six prediction, although he doubted it could come true tonight we'll see yeah uh they have a chance to win the nba championship tonight as game six is uh slated to go into things at boston's td garden uh, of course steph curry and the warriors looking for uh their third title or fourth title excuse me in eight seasons celtics doing all they can to force a game seven which of course be played in the warriors home uh stadium which is where big J has been once
0: yeah so if the lightning win the Tampa Bay, th- would this be three in a row? Yes. Right. So, uh, what's the most
1: for the NHL? I think uh, the Islanders went four in a row in the 80s. If I this is that's from memory, but I believe four in a row for the NHL. So they're
0: teetering on historic.
1: They're all. Well, listen, I mean, it, the fact that they've gone to three straight puts them in elite status in yeah. the NHL history. I mean, and doing it in modern day with salary cap and all that kind of stuff is even more impressive when you think about it. So yeah, they're definitely, uh, you know, certainly one of the more I guess, uh, dynasty-esque teams in the NHL, for sure. Uh, Big J, uh, good news slash bad news. The bad news was yesterday you may have heard that Bam Margero was reported missing from his Florida rehab facility. Uh, The good news is he's been found. Uh, he was discovered by police and a crisis intervention team at a hotel in Delray Beach. Yesterday, as of the time of the report, he was being escorted back to the treatment center voluntarily and didn't fight it. Of course, he was at the treatment facility uh, under a court order, so he had to be there. Uh, he apparently left because the treatment facility because he was not getting special treatment as a celebrity. He didn't like that. And so he apparently did not relapse, according to, I don't know, the report that I saw. I'm not sure how true or false that is. But uh, unfortunately, he wasn't happy with his treatment at the rehab center, which is why he just up and bail. So I guess you got to treat Bam nicely. Isn't yeah, you know, I'd like part? to
0: let you know that I am uh, the leader of your uh, crisis emergency team. So uh, okay, we that's have to- good to know.
1: Well, you better pick up the slack, pal, because uh, I feel like I've got a crisis happening every moment. Uh, and my team is not doing a very good job at
0: it. Well, therefore, uh, we don't. Uh, we, it needs to be really bad. For, if oh, I see. Your it's life. only
1: extreme crises yes, that you're yes. helping with. Oh, it's good to know I have a. a, a do, uh, what, what's my scale, I guess? is it a, a Right one, now,
0: two? as bad as you think it is, it's only at a five. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so it gets worse, is what you're telling me. Could be.
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. Lots of stuff happening, including. Red Hot Chili Peppers sold a squeeze here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I think for everybody over the course of the last couple of years, we've spent a lot more time in virtual meetings and on Zoom calls or some sort of Zoom equivalent over the course of the last couple of years. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. According to the University of Illinois, Big J, that has led a majority of us to grow to despise the way that we look. I hope we're all happy with ourselves. Uh, Basically, uh, all of us have seen so much of our faces in the last year on Zoom meetings that we have grown to hate the way that we look. I hate my face! Yeah, it's basically it, Uh, especially when talking in online chats, and mostly because, you know, not all of us have the ring camera set up and the multiple lighting to give you the best possible angle and look. Not like me at home. (laughs) Correct. We don't have the Big J Studio setup, and so uh, a lot of us just have the natural lighting or the, you know, the the 75-watt LED that's 30 feet away that's just giving us the lighting in the room, and so it makes you look... Uh, a little bit less on top of your game. And you're probably not going to be surprised by this, but study authors found that the more alcohol that we've consumed before any kind of virtual meeting has made us believe we look even less attractive. So oh, it helps man. us find other people more attractive. Well, but Beer goggles doesn't work on yourself? Beer goggles does not work on yourself. Damn, it dude. It just makes you feel worse about yourself once you actually, you know, look at That in. seems messed up. And me. how they figured this out is they started using eye tracking technology to examine the relationship between, you know, how we look at ourselves and how we look at other people. And what they found was whenever they made eye contact with themselves, they looked away almost immediately because they hated how much they looked
0: like. Is it didn't wrong see it. that I'm like, I don't feel that way at all? Uh, no, that just makes you a narcissist, no.
1: man. you gotta, You got to enjoy
0: that. Uh, that I or, think or embrace that I, it? That I think that I look good?
1: Yeah. Well, that I mean, that doesn't make you
0: a narcissist.
1: Well, it certainly does. not not make you a narcissist? No. I mean, that's one of the narcissistic traits. I would argue that
0: you don't that have you a always with. think that you look good? Yeah. Probably a little bit of narcissism attached to well, that. Well, listen. Above the shoulders. <laughs>
1: well, listen. I, I I didn't ask you to stipulate that you're telling me how you feel. I'm just telling you that no, uh, there's nothing wrong with thinking that you look good. I don't. Think. Uh, there is maybe may, There may be some underlying issues with you saying, I always look okay, uh, but that's up to you, I suppose, and actually the facts behind that. I mean, are you always looking okay? Are you at the optimal way that you should be? No. Well then, there's that. But uh, you do understand that there are limits to the technology and what is used, and so it, just understand that if you look at the Zoom meeting and go, ugh, you're not the only one, I suppose. Everybody is feeling that sort of fatigue. Now, it is important that the University of Illinois also uh, make sure that you know that in almost all cases, you're wrong. You don't nearly look as bad as that you think you look. And, you know, there is a lot of fatigue involved in that and some self-esteem issues and underlying stuff. So having a positive outlook on the way that you look is a fantastic thing. And you should have that, Big J. am encouraging you to do that. Do you understand? well no, thank you. Me and U of I psychology professors are doing so. So uh, just know it's not as bad as you think, but also know you're not alone if you are sick of looking at yourself in virtual meetings. It's it's an understandable side effect of the way things have gone over the last couple years. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Guess what? We have a nerd alert for you. That's coming up next on the X Rocks. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3, The X Rocks.
0: A long gestating film based on PlayStation's Gran Turismo series of racing games looks like it's finally happening. Sony Pictures has announced a release date of August 11, 2023 for the film, which is called simply Gran Turismo and is set and directed by District 9's Neil Blomkamp. So that's cool. According to Deadline, Sony has also supplied a new log line outlining the film's plot. Based on a true story, the film is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenager gran turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver interesting so So they're
1: going that route yeah
0: so if it sounds familiar though it's because that gran turismo film uh is the basis uh is for as the basis has been discussed before nine years ago almost uh but uh this time it's really happening and uh it's based on a true story so how cool is that I guess it's cool. Uh, it depends on how into the video game you are.
1: I've never played any of the Gran Turismo, so I'm oh, really that's bothered.
0: crazy, man. Yeah, I'm not much of a racing game guy. Yeah, so. but you should at least try it.
1: Uh, it's not to say I haven't. I just haven't. I just didn't stick with it. I, I, I well, see, I get a confused Need for Speed. I can't remember which one of those that I played,
0: but I played one of them and was just like hard pass. I'm yeah, sure. you don't deserve to play Gran Turismo. That's that. all right. I don't want to confuse the two. Uh, bring on the Goldeneye 007. Xbox remaster GoldenEye 007 is considered to be one of the greatest video games of all time. Uh, and uh, it's been about uh, 25 years since its release. And for years, there's been talk about a new GoldenEye 007 video game. Now, here's the deal. So, uh, there, there, a couple years ago, somebody had went and remastered this, but they couldn't get the rights to get this thing going. And it just seemed like it was going to be too expensive to happen. And so, it's kind of been sitting around. And now, it looks like that might actually come true. In fact, some of the rumors are saying we could see this at the end of June. Now, I'm not sure about that, but uh, this is something that is going to be exclusively for Xbox. Um, And, uh, I mean, this is the game that got so many of us into playing multiplayer in particular because the four-way split
1: yeah, for sure, I mean, multiplayer. For sure, also first person shooter. It's the first yeah. game that I, all my friends were playing that I couldn't get into because I couldn't enjoy the gameplay of it. Did you, you
0: get sick? Yeah, you I did, I did, well, I
1: didn't get. No, I never got sick. I never got sick to the stomach, but it, it was never enjoyable, nor did I like the POV for it. So I just, I just never, I, I never got into it, and uh, it's it, to this day I still don't enjoy, nor do I play first person shooters. It's just not something that I can get into. But I certainly don't disparage the yeah. popularity or the the game breaking of that particular
0: game, for sure. Uh, some uh, some folks that are getting deep into all this like research and stuff found that there are some uh, Xbox achievement things for this game, which is usually the tip-off that something exists in the world gotcha. of uh, video games. One last thing here. Amazon has officially announced the dates for its next annual shopping event, Prime Day 2022. We'll be here July 12th and 13th this year. The event will begin at 12 a.m. on Tuesday and then uh, July 12th and conclude at the end of the day and Wednesday, July 13th. As it's been for the past few, uh, few years, Prime Day will actually be a two-day event during which Prime members can snag deals on everything from electronics to fashions to Amazon-owned devices.
1: Yep, they always uh, pull out their stuff first and I have yet to buy anything on Prime Day. It's always overwhelming to me. There's so much stuff on there. So that
0: overwhelming
1: uh, Well, I mean, unless I'm actually looking for something and then it would you inevitably when there is something I'm looking for, it's not the thing that's actually on sale for Prime Day so if you go in with a mission you might be able to do okay but Prime Day and me just don't seem to get along but I can't obviously deny the deals that are going on there's certainly some great deals for you so why not take advantage agree or disagree yeah absolutely last thing you bought on Prime Day oh I
0: don't know it's been a while see I rest my case
2: (laughs) stuff the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: I will say Idaho's not too bad when it comes to this kind of stuff. But something that you need to be aware of as we get into the summer months is mosquitoes, Big J.
0: Oh, man. The worst. I
1: hate them. They spread disease, but repellents can do with other bad things to other insects out there like bees. And we need bees, Big J. They're crucial to our ecosystem, as yeah, we've discovered. I get it. But that might be about to change. Uh, new findings show that mosquitoes are missing a particular protein transporter that other insects have, dude. So that means that repellents could be created to target mosquitoes specifically. According to cell biologists, they're looking for ways to block this protein transporter, which could have a positive impact on public health and also prevent the spread of the diseases that mosquitoes carry. And maybe, just maybe, be the perfect mosquito repellent coming soon to a store near you. What do you think, Big Jay? Damn. Damn. Yes. You know, you'll get a random mosquito bite here and there here in the in town, but unless you find yourself, you know, out in the wilderness or near a lot of standing water or anything like yeah. that, that's when you're going to run into some problems. Uh, and uh, I, I can't remember. I mean, the last time that I got a really bad, like eaten alive by mosquitoes, I wasn't even in the state. So
0: no here, here is probably you can trace back to to my uh, re- the reason that I hate camping. And and it was a disastrous camping trip uh, that my uh, my dad was supposed to take us on, but he had to work, so he couldn't. So uh, my mom and my sister they tried to take us to go camping, and uh, we went camping along the little Bighorn River. Okay, right in Montana, and the place we picked was the worst place humanly possible, <laughs> as it was cover i mean the mosquito we got out of the the blazer and mosquitoes were instantly on us like oh. a swarm of them and we're like bleep this and we ended up going somewhere else and then it was raining and it's just but the mosquito bites there were hundreds of them and uh yeah so i, I realized you know what camping is not for me i don't need to get close to this place where these mosquitoes are and you
1: didn't even camp at that place did you
0: no just got out of your vehicle. If the rain was so bad that weekend, we ended up staying the night in the damn blazer.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's the and worst kind of camp. It trip. was bad. Uh, so I can understand it totally, but maybe maybe some relief is coming, which could turn you into a big camping fan again. Who knows? No. Dodger starter Tyler Anderson lost a no hitter with one out in the ninth inning last night on a triple by the Los Angeles Angels uh, Shohei Otani, the reigning AL MVP. This is the second time in as many days that a no-hitter was ruined in the ninth inning. Uh, by a pitcher, a Cardinals pitcher, had the same thing happen to him when a triple went, or a double went, I should say, with two outs in the ninth. So it's a heartbreaker for the uh, Dodgers. Of course, they ended up winning the game anyway. Uh, So congratulations to them, but just a rough night for Tyler to get that far and then been able not to get it. But there was some pretty impressive pitching done yesterday. In fact, the Houston Astros, uh, Luis Garcia and Phil Matone, each threw an immaculate inning last night. That means nine pitches for three strikeouts. It's perfect. They didn't throw a single ball. They didn't have a single thing go wrong. It was the 9-2 win overall for the Astros, but it was the first time in Major League history that the same team had immaculate innings in the same game, which is pretty impressive. There's only been 106 immaculate innings in Major League Baseball history. Did you know that, Big Jim? No. Learning things on the show. do Uh, Big J, the Foo Fighters announced this just as we were wrapping up the show yesterday, but they have rolled out most of the artists that are going to perform at the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert set for London on September 3rd and LA on September 27th. Uh, Tickets are going to go on sale for both concerts this Friday. Uh, via the Foo Fighters website. But over in London, you're going to have Brian May, who, of course, plays guitar for Queen, Roger Taylor, Getty Lee from Rush is going to take part, so is Alex Lifeson, also from Rush, Stuart Copeland from The Police, Wolfgang Van Halen, Liam Gallagher, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, Mark Ronson, Omar Hakim, Supergrass, uh, Hawkins Bandmates and Chevy Metal, as well as Dave Chappelle popping by. And then in the L.A. side of shows, Gene Simmons from Kiss, Mickey Six, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers, Miley Cyrus, Alanis Morissette, of course. uh, Taylor was a longtime drummer for her. Luke Spiller, Brad Will, and Pat Wilson all going to be part of the fun. Of course, additional performers will also be announced for these shows. This is just the initial rollout. So, now you know some of the people that are going to take part in these uh, kind of tribute concerts, which, of course, you knew the lineup was going to be impressive. Uh, I kind of thought it might be closer to the same one for both nights, but no, these are very clearly going to be two very distinct and different shows that are coming up later on this year. So, more details are always good x rocks all right the time has come for us to play the x rock double dare hopefully you have a chance to do that right now well you only do if your name is cole because he is our caller x this morning uh cole good morning man how are you doing Good, how you guys doing? We're hanging in there, my friend. Hopefully you win some money. That's the idea here. We'd like you to to answer three questions correct. If you can do so, that gets you $200. Uh, We start with a $50 question. We go all the way up to the $200 question. Uh, It's double or nothing style, and you can stop anytime. But if you get a question wrong, that means you get nothing, Cole, okay? All right. Uh, We know the category, but in case you don't, it is what, Big J. TV shows based on comic books. So uh, you watch a lot of TV there, Cole, or not? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Then hopefully this
0: will be the category you've been searching for. Good luck. Here's the $50 question. Netflix's first foray into the world of Marvel came came in April 2015 with this successful series about a blind lawyer turned masked vigilante.
2: Daredevil right
0: right that's correct that is fifty dollars in your
1: pocket you can take that fifty dollars and walk away or you can put it on the line for the one hundred dollar
0: question which is supposed to be at least in theory more difficult Uh, oh we'll do another one okay all right hundred bucks this tv series about a peacekeeping and spy agency is the longest running show in the marvel universe it aired for seven seasons on abc and wrapped up in 2020 what's it called
2: uh agents of shield right
1: <laughs> look at you cole that's 100 bucks in your pocket you can keep that a walk away or go
0: for the most difficult question the 200 one what would you like to do no let's go for it all okay good luck all right 200 bucks this series airs on the cw and is based on the wholesome archie comics but you know with lots of teens hooking up and of course murder what's it called
2: uh, it was, uh, Riverdale. Hey, yeah, man.
0: Hey, good job,
1: dude. Congratulations, Cole. That is $200 in your pocket. That's exactly how it's supposed to go. Good job. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with that cash. And that's how it can go for you as well. Different questions, of course. The 12:30 and at 5:30 with Jason, Drew, and Adam. But chances to win, nonetheless, coming up as we hit the final stretch here of the X-Rock Double Dare. Well done to Cole, without a doubt about it. He definitely knocked it out of the park. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some more going to hell. It's happening next on the X-Rocks with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. We have a story that's going to start out not great, but I will say this in advance to at least ease everybody's anxiety and tensions as we get into the story. It has a pretty good ending, all right? Okay. But, Big J, you are a a cat owner, correct? Yeah. In your life, what's the most amount of cats you've owned at one time? Uh, Four. So we're at the peak cat ownership time right now cat ownership. I know some friends, uh, I have some friends that have upwards of, I believe, you know, 10 to 12 cats. Jesus. Uh, well, I think they take care of strays. I'm specifically thinking of my friends in Arizona that, that do this. And, you know, if the cats come around, they feed them, which is nice, And th- but they consider them part of their, you know, collective group, if you will. Right. But, you know, also, uh, I think we've all seen enough or saw enough clips on the internet of a TV show called Hoarders to know that sometimes uh, there can be obsessive qualities with certain cat owners that that have a lot of cats. And the question becomes, what happens when a particular hoarder that has a lot of cats gets kicked out of their home? What do they do with the animals? And usually what you'll notice is there's a very strong emotional connection to each and every one of these animals that these hoarders have, which seems counterintuitive considering the health of a lot of these animals in a lot of cases, but there is a very real emotional connection there and so a lot of times they'll give up a lot of things to make sure they have their pets still you understand what I'm saying yeah and we have a situation here in Minnesota where a gentleman who happened to be a hoarder uh, was discovered to be a hoarder got kicked out of his house and so the one thing that he took was not all of his possessions that he was keeping around but all of his animals and so the question becomes Big J how many cats do you think can fit into a small vehicle at one particular time because the hoarding doesn't stop just because you don't no longer have a home. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And so this is what happened. It was a very hot day in Minneapolis this week and somebody was walking by a Walmart and noticed that uh, they thought at first it was kind of like one of those like stickers you put like on the inside of your car to make it look goofy. But then they were like, oh my God, these are all actual cats really moving inside the vehicle. Jesus. So she called police. Police showed up to find not one, not two, not 10, not 20, not 47 live cats stuck inside this vehicle with all the windows rolled up on a very hot day in minneapolis which is not a good combination reminder it was uh taken care of at least uh, by the humane society there in minneapolis who then did a were able to rescue all 47 cats uh the range and age from cats were less than a year old to more than 12 years old the good news I have for you as the story wraps up was uh, none of the cats had any major medical history or issues. Thank God! So they all were removed from the vehicle and placed into the care of the Humane Society and got them out of the heat. The owner uh, was very upset clearly that this was happening but did understand why the Humane Society was taking his cats and wanted them to go someplace where they would be safe because he didn't have any place to live anymore and was living out of his car and so he had previously given up when he was kicked out of his house an additional 47 cats so if you're keeping track big j that's damn near 100 cats he had on his property at the time Jeez. Uh, which i mean listen I-, I can't even fathom what the smell of that car was like let alone 100 cats in a house had to be a very interesting smelling place once the 47 cats uh will be examined and treated officially by the humane society they will be made available for adoption So these cats will all have hopefully a happy ending and no serious medical stuff will be found, but just know they're going to a good place. So again, a happy ending for the cats is a good thing. Agree or disagree, Agreed, yeah. And uh, obviously the man is emotionally devastated, he's gotta get his bleep together and figure it out. So this could have been a lot worse, I suppose. But a reminder that 47 cats is too many cats for a car. Any car. I don't care how big your car is. That seems like it's just too many cats for a car. Too many, max- many cats? Maximum too amount of cats, cats. In a car,
0: Big J, Go. Two. There you go.
1: I agree with that number. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story.
0: <laughs> On the Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: While many people considered him a hero, his employers did not. A Shell gas station manager in Northern California who says he accidentally set gas prices to 69 cents a gallon instead of six dollars and 99 cents which is what he was told to do last thursday has been fired big j uh, basically he took responsibility for it and said yeah it was my fault i'm to blame according to uh, john senzia the gentleman that did it he said that he realized his error but at that at that point it was way too late uh, because other people started telling everybody that, uh, listen, there's 69 cent gas at this particular location. Next thing you know, Instagram's posting about it. It's all over Reddit and there's a ton of cars in line. The gas station was not able to change the prices for three hours. And the company estimated it cost them $16,000 in that particular amount of time. And companies who are in the habit of making money do not like it when they don't. And so he was fired, Big Jay.
0: You think he did it on purpose? Uh
1: probably, but I hate to, you know, g- accuse somebody of that particular thing, but I can certainly understand where somebody uh, who probably knows a little bit more of what's going on as to why the prices are as high as they are because again, you know, oil prices have not moved for the barrel. Uh, we do not have a gas shortage, by the way, in any way shape or form. Uh, we all there's still plenty of gas to be had. None of us are seeing gas stations run out. It's just uh, a price per gallon issue. And because companies are seeing record profits, it probably pissed him off. And so he decided to do something about it. But the company doesn't like it very much. So. Uh, By the way, they fired him, and he has been ordered to repay them the $16,000, so that money has to come out of his pocket.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm thinking he did that on purpose.
1: Uh, But that wasn't just a simple mistake. I'm guessing. Well, I I don't know what, what goes into changing the prices. I don't know how easy or difficult that is. I also don't know if it really takes three hours to change them back. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It seems like it's something that could be done in mere seconds if you... If you understand and know how to do it, I mean, gas prices are changing by the moment, so it can't be that difficult to raise or lower them. But I'm not sure why it took three hours to do so, which is probably why the company thinks it was done on purpose as well. And so that's probably why it has to come out of his pocket. So a GoFundMe page has been put up by his family to help him pay the $16,000. And maybe those of you that got the 69 cent gas can help out a little bit. The Avalanche won Game 1 yesterday in overtime of the Stanley Cup Final 4-2-3. They scored the winning goal 123, into the extra period. Game 2 will be Sunday, also in Denver. The Warriors have a chance to win the NBA championship tonight, Game 6 of the NBA Finals. They have a 3-2 lead. Steph Curry and the Warriors will have to get the win in Boston. That will give them their fourth title in eight seasons. Celtics will be doing all they can, of course, to force a Game 7 which would be played in San Francisco if it does happen, but the Warriors would like to wrap that up. Big J, oh, this just in, Vince McMahon may be a scumbag. Uh, the WWE really? is... are <laughs> just now figuring this out? Right. They're putting together a 12-member board because they're trying to figure out where a $3 million hush pact may have come from and why a former employee may have gotten that money directly from Vince McMahon after the pair allegedly had an affair. According to the Wall Street Journal, McMahon paid the woman who was hired as a paralegal in 2019 $1 million up front and then $2 million spread out over a five-year period. Uh, they originally brought her on board, apparently, in 2017. She was uh, paid $100,000, and then apparently after the affair started, Vince McMahon doubled her salary, which is always an eyebrow riser. Uh, apparently, the relationship was consensual, but the, uh, the payout was for... Her silence, so that Big J she wouldn't talk anything about it. But Vince McMahon didn't tell anybody in the company, and the board just found out about this. And so that is where the problem comes in. When you take three million dollars out of a public company out of the company pay,
0: money, yeah, that's the problem. To pay for
1: your uh, mistress, then you're going to start to get in trouble. Of course, Linda McMahon is still with the company and one of the board members as well. That is his wife. They've been married since 1966. My wife. So we'll see what ends up happening. 66?
0: Yeah, 1966. Well, how many affairs has the man had? Well, I mean, looking at him, probably a lot. (laughs) I mean, this is, uh, you know, oh, man. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, but listen, it's not a good look to steal your company's money to pay for your your whatever indiscretions you may have are are yours and yours alone. But when you use public company money to pay for those especially mistakes, especially
0: when your wife works at the company. And could find out that way, too. Well, I mean, listen,
1: no, no one's to say that she didn't already know yeah. or she didn't, whatever, there could be an arrangement. I don't judge other people's relationships. My point is, the the, the fact that makes this a news story is that company funds were used
0: in order to put up this Yeah, hush use your fund. own funds to hush yeah. people up.
1: You know you got $3 lined lying around. If you want to pay some lady that you banged and you don't want her to talk about it, then you should probably that should probably come out of yeah, your by the way, allowance. Vince,
0: BigJaysBeardBrigade.com. Now you want uh, that might be. Company. Push me up, pal.
1: You have to. You might have to have an with him. Are you okay with that?
0: No. All right. Morning after. I'll do a lot <laughs> to raise money for Alzheimer's, but not that. Makes sense. Morning
1: after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the eight o'clock hour. Let's talk a little bit about traffic. <laughs>
0: On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we got some tickets here. The Dirty Heads are coming to town to Fort Idaho Center Amphitheater. Uh, it will be a fun show outside, of course, in the beautiful June weather. Uh, we'll get you set up with tickets for this for free. And you need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture
1: Smackdown. Let's go, 208-287-1003.
0: If you'd like to play
1: a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown, any particular theme to today's questions? Nope, no theme. You know how Big Jay likes to keep it general. Let's see how you do today. <laughs> I've <With laughs> like
0: got you. Trouble. Good morning, NX. Good morning.
1: Hey, here's your Big J question
0: for Pop Culture Smackdown. Good luck. Okay. What was the name of the film that won popular rapper Eminem his first Oscar for best original song? Uh, my name is? My name is for an Oscar? What movie was uh, that? Uh, probably 8 Mile. There you go. All right. I can give that to you. Uh, let's see, Nick, yeah. what was the first Pixar movie? Uh, the very first one, I believe, was Toy Story. Toy Story, right on the money. Right, good job. What was the name of the first movie that was released in the Marvel Cinematic Universe back in 2008? Captain America. No, wrong. Chronologically, you'd be correct, but not
1: in actual release. Let's not confuse news. people.
0: Hello, the X. The Granddaddy started them all. Hello.
1: Hello. Hey, Hello? Oh no! Take yourself
0: off speakerphone, sir. No, you can do whatever oh, you want. Okay. I can do whatever I want. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right, except I can't give you the answers here, so sorry about that. What was the name of the first movie that was released in the Marvel Cinematic Universe back in 2008? Thor? Thor. It was not Thor. Big hey,
1: Jay and I saw this movie together in the theater. Yeah, it was the beginning. Uh, and you weren't even sold on it until we saw it together, but we did. I was very excited.
0: It. Hello, The X. Hey, Hey, Big Jay's got a question for you. Didn't realize this would be such a stumper. What was the name of the first movie that was released in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, back in 2008?
2: That'd be Iron Man.
0: Iron Man is correct. Nick, I got a great music question for you, okay? Oh, no. Uh, On this day back in 1995, Pearl Jam launched a tour of venues not contracted to Ticketmaster. That tour also unveiled a low-power radio station that the band ran at each venue. What did they call that radio station?
1: Uh, I, I didn't know that they oh, did any of this, that? so this is all completely. I mean, I knew that they did the Ticketmaster yeah. thing. I didn't know they created their own low wattage radio station. Um, uh, it probably was tied into whatever album that they were releasing at the time. What year was it again? 1995. 1995. I'm gonna say uh, Wish List FM. Wish. Yes. No. It's no, a total no, guess.
0: It's yeah, you're right. It's wrong. Monkey Ranch Radio. Right. Well, it had something so, to do with the Foo Fighters song? Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, it was from uh, Mud Honey, uh-huh. which is maybe where they got that name for Could the Foo well Fighters song. Uh, that is some uh, some piece of knowledge there that you can stick with you forever. Uh, or I will completely forget it. No, no, no don't forget thing. it. Uh, too late. Congratulations. To ben. Randy. You got yourself all set up with those tickets. We
1: will hook you up with those. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all good to go. Morning after with Nick and Big J got some headlines for you next in the X Rocks. <laughs> That's brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Hey, the trade marathon started last week. Guess what? It's still going on, man. It's happening right now at the OK Mart app. as a matter of fact. And you can come out this Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m., hang out with Adam out there at the OK Mart. Get yourself some great deals on some vehicles, maybe a $1,000 Costco gift card and some more great stuff. To be experienced in person at the trade marathon happening at the old Kmart Nampa. Again, a live broadcast 2 to 4 this Saturday with the X and Team Mazda. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Take it easy, dude. That's a long trip and chill out, everyone. Take it easy, dude. A bus driver in Connecticut is being charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment. That's because he blacked out while he was driving because he was snacking on a bunch of gummies that he said didn't know were THC gummies. Next thing you know, he blacked out because he was so high. Now, the bad news was he blacked out while he was driving, Big J. Yeah, that's bad. The driver uh, was on Interstate 95 in Connecticut when he stopped the bus on the side of the road. When police arrived, they found a very high level of THC in his bloodstream. Thankfully, nobody was injured because he pulled over because he realized something wasn't right. The driver claimed he did not realize the candies had THC in them. He got them from a friend and was just trying to grab a snack while he was driving. Next thing you know, he was all high as hell. He's a liar. Uh, Now, the bus driver's boss appears to believe him, saying that he has a sweet tooth, but he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. They do routine drug tests. He's never failed one. So he believes this was an honest accident. You're calling this man a liar.
0: Well, hey, you just accept, like, a, a bag of gummies that have no branding on them? Well, he,
1: he's he's also, like, 62 years old. So, like, I feel like there's a, a little bit okay. of, you know, naivety involved Gull- in there. Yeah. And maybe you're just not, you, maybe you don't know how prevalent uh, pot gummies are, and he wasn't aware that, right. or how messed okay. up he would get on them.
0: You give a 20-year-old some some pot laced gummies they know what they're getting into they can probably tell the difference anyone over the age of
1: 20 eating a gummy it definitely has pot in it i don't care who you are or what you do
0: knock it right
1: out of their hands and you take it from them (laughs) yeah and you go to town that's a long trip or chill out everyone chill out everyone big J, how often did you say per day you feel relaxed like i mean honest to god not just chilling out and relaxing
0: well, these days? Yes. Maybe one day out of the week? Uh, no, how many hours out of the day, buddy? Was oh, hour out of the day? Yeah. Five.
1: Okay. So five hours a day, you feel fairly relaxed. Which is good. Uh, the average American feels that way about 40 minutes a day. That was a new poll according to uh, 20,000 Americans about their self-care habits and shows that while the average American respondents definitely feels relaxed for less than an hour, about 47% of Americans feel relaxed less than that. More than half respondents say that self-care is a priority for them. Seventy-two percent. They report that over the last two years, they've taken a greater interest in their own self-care. In fact, we're we're, we're devoting a bunch more time to our self-care. We spend about thirty-eight minutes on ourselves every single day. Fifteen percent spend more than an hour or so on self-care. I guess that. I mean, I'd love to know what qualifies as self-care. What would you qualify?
0: Playing video games is that self-care to you? Uh, I would probably say when you say self-care, like, you know, going to get uh, spa day, maybe massage, that sort of thing. Okay, you feel like it's actual physical uh, self-care
1: as opposed to something a little bit more mental. Maybe I'm uh, compartmentalizing these two. I don't know if there's a difference, but we're doing that more, which I guess is good. But we are certainly relaxing less, which isn't good. So, guys, take a little bit of a break if you can. Not necessarily while you're driving and certainly don't take a bunch of THC while you're driving and black out on the side of the road. Thank you very much. Wrap it up with That's a Long Trip. A Miami resident has been charged with a $4.2 million in Medicare fraud is being tamed by police after he was found on a jet ski trying to take that jet ski to Cuba, Big J. According to the uh, criminal complaint, Ernesto Cruz submitted fraudulent health care claims for medical equipment. So the Coast Guard and Border Protection officers retrieved him from the waters just south of Key West after his jet ski broke down. He's now considered a flight risk because, you know, he was trying to break out of the country and go to Cuba, as it were. So yeah, I'd say he probably qualifies as a flight risk. but. Uh, I don't know uh, if anybody realizes how far away that is. I mean, yes, I know people have done so, uh, gotten here from Cuba and vice versa on less than a jet ski. But I'm just telling you, it's not as quick of a trip as you think it might be. There's a little bit more to it than that. But the guy couldn't make it because his jet ski broke down. Uh, I also don't feel like jet skis would be a whole lot of fun for a long trip. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) doesn't seem like it would be an enjoyable form of travel. But uh, this guy found out the hard way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date. That's the latest from Fozzie. It is I Still Burn here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Check your calendar. You better know that the cool stuff is going to start happening fast and furious style out there at Firebird Raceway. It is another awesome event this weekend. It is the Fox Hunt. We are honored and privileged to have on the phone with us our friend Scott New from Firebird Raceway. Good morning, Scott. How are you, sir?
2: Good morning. Doing great.
1: Excellent. It's good to hear from you. Another fantastic weekend. It seems like every time we talk, we have these beautiful, big, round numbers that you're celebrating when it comes to events out there at Firebird Raceway, (laughs) and it's year number 45 for the Fox Hunt, which probably is pretty crazy when you stop and think about it, huh?
2: Well, to think, you know, going back to the late 1970s when we first started this, and, and Dad took the concept from... A track in southern california that had created the event that lets in all the ladies for free and we brought in the legendary tv tommy ivo one of the all-time most famous racers in our sport and he had a jet dragster It was the first appearance of jets at the fox hunt and here we are 45 years later featuring one of the more dramatic and intense vehicles that runs down our quarter mile. The Jets are just wild.
0: Hey, Scott, I got a question for you. Who gives these uh, these racers their their nicknames? You got the Iceman coming, uh, the Tomahawk. Where do, they, where do the names come from?
2: I just think it's one of the coolest things that our sport, you know, from the days of Jungle Jim to the Blue Max, the Snake, the Mongoose, the Ace, all these people through the years have had Different announcers, friends, they've, they've come up with it on their own. I, I just love that part of our sport, and when they can paint their cars and, and come up with a theme, per se, I think the fans can really identify with all these cars and all the different names. Uh, and it carries over into the, uh, you know, the cars coming this weekend and the funny cars, the dragsters, the blown roadsters, and, of course, the most famous guy of all time, Ed the Outlaw Jones. I think this will be his 43rd year of coming to Firebird Raceway. Wow, crazy. And the wheel-standing stagecoach is always a sight, you know, going down the quarter mile on two wheels.
1: It is incredible to see in person and, and incredible to be a part of a great atmosphere that you guys have built out there at, at Firebird Raceway. Of course, the Fox Hunt is the special event that happens because all the ladies are able to get in free this weekend. Uh, Friday and Saturday is when it goes down. And the online pit pass for the ladies are very special priced as well, correct?
2: Yeah, it's, they're just 10 bucks if you go online on our website at firebirdonline.com. So we offer a special deal to go into the heart of the pit area, one of the unique things about our sport of drag racing is you get to go literally into the locker room of our sport where all the trailers and the cars and they warm the cars up and you can get autographs and and shirts and whatnot from a lot of the teams so it's really a a cool part of the sport of drag racing where it's not just going to an event and sitting in the grandstands you're actually part of the the whole event, the atmosphere of it all by by going into the pits.
0: I would say, Scott, in in all of professional sports, I think it's probably the coolest of all because of that nature right there of getting, being able to have that access to these drivers and being able to talk with them, ask them questions, get to know them. I mean, you're not getting that kind of access anywhere in professional sports.
2: Exactly. Well, I think one of the main reasons why years and years ago – the NHRA, our sanctioning body, uh, set this up as something that, that would work is the majority of cars are just towed with a golf cart or a quad or whatever it might be to the staging lanes. It's a little different in like NASCAR or any car racing. The pit area is live. Cars are coming in at 80 or 100 miles an hour before they stop and the pit crew goes to work. So you you wouldn't have you know fans being able to go into the, the, the pit area or the hot lane as they identify it but in drag racing you know they tow from the pits and come down and they don't fire them up until they're in the water box so it's it's a unique thing that watching a car warm up and they're checking for fuel leaks they're checking for the sound of the motor making sure all the you know the cylinders are fired and then they, you know, hook up hook up to them and, and tow them down the staging lanes. That's, it, it is a cool deal.
1: The 45th annual Bronco Motors Fox Hunt, it's presented by Little Caesars, is happening this weekend. Scott, what's the schedule look like for people that want to head out?
2: You know, the funny cars are going to run Friday night at 8.30, kind of a preview of the weekend. They're all anxious because it's been so wet this winter or this spring. Typically in the great Northwest, you know, these cars would have run maybe one, two, three times. For many of them, this is their first event of the season just because of how the the wet weather's rolled through on a lot of the weekends in April, May, and early June. But now it looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Saturday, the funny cars run at 3.30, and the main show goes off with the Jets firing up at 6.30. On Saturday night, and the shows both nights go to about 10:30. It is
1: a great event for the entire family. We know the ladies get in free. Uh, kids under five get in free, as always. A Firebird too. There's great discounts on kids tickets. If people want to grab tickets for the dudes and their their kids out there, where's the best place to go uh, for these particular tickets?
2: You know, we we sell everything online. We're modern today. It was not too many years ago where you bought all your tickets at the gate. But you can save five bucks on tickets by going to firebirdonline.com. Take advantage of the discount, and we'll scan from your phone or your printout as you come through the gates to come out and have a wonderful time at Firebird. It is a
1: brilliant idea, Scott. You still get to celebrate the ladies on Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday can still be for the dudes on Father's Day. But all the fun is happening Friday and Saturday at Firebird Raceway. It's going to be another fantastic event, the 45th Annual Bronco Motors Fox Hunt presented by Little Caesars at Firebird Raceway. Scott, we appreciate the time. As always, make sure you check it out this weekend. You have yourself a good one, okay? Thank you. Of course, Thanks, anytime, morning after with Nick and Big J. That's our friend Scott New from Firebird Raceway. We're going to come back and give away some prizes with bad impressions
0: there next on the X Rocks. <laughs> morning after with nick and big J on 100.3 the x and bad impressions brought to you by the idaho center pre-owned superstore treasure valley subaru we're going to get you hooked up with tickets here to uh the lounge at the end of the universe vip style and this weekend uh, which you could use those tickets for uh we've got cortez win coming in as a headliner uh they also have a new vaudeville review that they're going to be doing uh that's uh to to this weekend as well so We'll get you set up and ready with those VIP tickets you can use whenever you choose if you can figure out Bad Impressions.
1: 208-287-1003 is our phone number, and Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked hard, diligently, and uh, successfully to write down three clues that revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues, or less. Sometimes you need all three, sometimes you don't you will be checking out something vip style it's up to you which one of those cool shows you attend because these are like pick your own fun kind of tickets hello the x hey how's it going good man what's your name again hey, what you what's your name i'm sam sam you're up first good luck sam
0: here we go uh i've been nominated for two oscars one for la la land and the other for a movie called half nelson oh uh, next The ladies loved me as Noah in The Notebook The fellas loved me as Driver in the movie Drive
2: Ryan Gosling there
1: you Bam! Go. Sam, good job. Congratulations. Hang yeah. on one second. We'll hook you up with those VIP tickets. So what was clue three for fun?
0: Catch me uh, in maybe the most action-driven role I've had in The Gray Man with Chris Evans and Anna DeArms this summer. Uh, why is Ryan Gosling in the news? Well, they just released a picture of uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken in the Barbie movie. Did you see it, Nick? Of course I saw it. Uh, boy, i tell you what. He's all tanned up, looking uh, hot as ever, I guess. Clearly waxed his chest. Looks good i love how they set these by the way i mean it, it, the uh i think the cinematography of this movie is going to be amazing just because the colors i mean they're sticking with uh that barbie kind of look and and it's just going to be a fascinating the way this movie rolls out i told you
1: I, I i don't i haven't been this like uh interested in a movie that clearly isn't for me in a very long time Yeah, I mean, because like I said, the word of mouth about like the script and how like amazing and funny and different and unique it is has already got my attention. And then them clearly leaning into this stuff in what way I still have no idea is very, very interesting to me. I'm very interested in the Barbie movie, which is something I never thought I would say in a million years, but I am. And I'm really curious as to how this whole thing is going to come together and if it's going to be something that's going to be enjoyable. But listen, man I like Margot Robbie I enjoy Ryan Gosling these are people that I like and I want them to do good things and I think it has a chance to actually be entertaining
0: yeah uh, exactly I'm interested in it as well and uh, the Gray Man comes out in July so uh, looking forward to that movie yes that also looks good and we get to see uh, Chris
1: Evans the bad guy again and I like that too morning after see with can Nick and Big J more on that in a second I'm sure as we wrap up the show next on the x Rocks. <laughs> Sensitivo, Big J. That's three days grace in his lifetime here on The Morning After with Nicky Big J. That's how we're going to wrap things up for this particular Thursday. Thank you all for hanging out with us. It's always appreciated. $200 we gave away today on the second to last day. That feels pretty damn good. Your knowledge of television shows based on comic books and graphic novels will come in handy the remainder of the day 12.30 today with Jason Drew 5.30 today with Adam So tune in And win your share Of the last couple of days Of the X-Rock Double Dare Cash We're gotten down To the crunch time That was awesome We gave away some tickets today We talked to Scott New About the Fox Hunt Out at Firebird Raceway This weekend That was awesome And Big J gave us A nerd alert So a decent Thursday show Big J, That leaves you with the floor
0: Yeah and we also Kicked off the show uh, Show Talking about Big J's Beard Brigade And how I made a video To challenge uh, somebody To donate a thousand bucks And I would keep a mustache for six weeks to annoy my family and we'll end the show by saying we have that thousand dollar donation so awesome uh thank you so much uh that guy knows who he is uh he often calls himself the morning after his biggest fan and uh he is that Uh,
1: you can give his first name i think sure kevin yeah he deserves a little bit of recognition that's a lot of money man.
0: i did ask him like hey you want to remain anonymous he's like yeah vaguely fake the first name's enough there's plenty of yeah, out yeah yeah i'm not gonna give out his address or anything no but you could would you like to do that
1: no uh and of course uh listen uh, you know th- to see when that donation came in big j you were very surprised you were shocked you got up you walked around you were excited uh and then i'm sure you reached out to that gentleman so listen uh we do have the best no money's in the, in the account
0: turn and burn <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we do have the best listeners. We do appreciate yeah, you guys supporting you. the causes that we support and going out of your way monetarily and otherwise to do that kind of stuff that's important to us as people as well as uh, somebody that uh, we feel are friends. Right, Big J. We often say we're family. Absolutely. And we've been around long enough where, uh, where we we, uh, we used to say all the time around here, when you hear your family, and then some restaurants stole that from us, but uh, we yeah. don't really like to talk about that kind of stuff, do we? <coughs> no. It's it's not personal. They were doing it more for business stuff, and we, we mean it when we say family not like that fake stuff so thank you very much for listening and being a part of it and uh we know that you still have a couple more days if you want to donate not everybody's got a thousand dollars but you'll take any kind of money that you have you can take right
0: yeah i mean i don't know i'd be open to uh, suggestions for a two thousand dollar donor but We might have nudity involved then, Big J, and I'm not sure you want. Then I really need to start that OnlyFans thing. Morning
1: after with Nick and Big J, Jason Drew will be in here next. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.